Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 70 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys to talk through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice. So Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest topics, anything scandalous or interesting that's happened in the K-world over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. So, first story is Boa and Esper's Katrina under fire for alleged colorist comments. So, members of SM's newest group, Got The Beat, are currently under fire after alleged colorist comments in their latest YouTube video. In the video, the members sat in groups and answered questions about each other. In particular, Boa and Esper's Katrina and Girls' Generation's Hyoyeon were in a group chatting to each other. The members had to describe their first impressions of each other in five characters. Boa explained her first impression of Hyoyeon, saying she was very tanned. Of course, we know about the Korean beauty standards, having the pale skin is the best kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. Many thought that Boa's comment was... A bad one. Basically, it had negative connotations. Mm -hmm. Karina also was under fire after she was seen laughing at the comment. And Hyoyeon also laughed and replied, why was I so tanned? However, netizens felt like Karina and Bo were laughing at Hyoyeon. The viral clip showcased subtitles different from the video, as I think at one point it used the term black skin slash tanned skin. So, oh. I don't know. Um, regardless, Nitizen still voiced how wrong they thought it was. Neither the artist nor SM Entertainment has responded to allegations. However, some fans have got their own theories and they were trying to clear up the whole controversy. So, I'm going to read what some of these people have said and then you could say, you know, if you agree, disagree, or whatever. Okay. So, first point was... Hyoyeon wasn't even offended and Korea back then it was a trend to have tan skin also they have known each other more than 10 years okay yes same (laughs) (laughs) Um. I I okay I from this point I understand maybe you know when like when you know someone for X amount of years the jokes Mm. that you could say to them can be more on the risky side because they know your character but then also, on top of that, I do feel like ages ago, Korea did go through this phase where everyone was tanned, mm. like golden. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's really an excuse, though. But, like, I guess there's layers to it because, yes, do people, like friends, family, whatever, sometimes there might be inside jokes that could sound horrendous and crazy to the outside world. But you guys get each other and it's okay within that setting. And who am I to tell you otherwise? But I think when you know you have a public platform and that's an issue, you just wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's it's just a bit... Yeah, Yeah, I think you you have to make those jokes. Not saying they should make those jokes, but regardless, people are going to make jokes, whatever. Just remember where you are, I guess. Even if it wasn't said 
wasn't meant to be said in a harmful way. That makes yeah. sense. Like, the next point. Where you are, like, remember, sorry, remember where you are. Remember that you have, like, a young audience that's, like, easily influenced by you. Might feel some type of way if you're saying things, especially, like, color wise. But yeah. The next point was it was a mistrust, it was mistranslated and is a Korean term which can't be understood from non Korean speakers. I quote from an actual Korean person when Boa said tan skin, in this sentence, it means active slash slash scallywag kid i don't know what that means mm? this pun refers to kids who didn't wear sunscreen and got ta- got a tan from the sun from playing outside too much so it's not near racism and has nothing to do with it they're not making fun about having dark skin but in reference to this i don't know what i'm not going to sit here and say oh i know the term they use i, d- I don't know i don't speak korean yeah. but the last point then they're, they're not making fun of having tan skin but you are because you're still poking at the fact that hyoyeon was tanned so it's yeah. still a colorism thing and it isn't like something like i don't know you might be like oh when you were younger like your ears really stood out and you had like really big ears i think that's just like humoring something when they typically talk about someone being dark it's almost like a derogatory thing and to put someone down or like it's a bad thing uh, yeah. and for this person racism and colorism are two separate things yes. because i can be black and be colorist to another black person mm-hmm. you can be asian and be colorist to another asian person it's not anywho that's a whole different <laughs> Thing. And the last point was, imagine two of your own idols are sitting beside you and are talking about their first memories since the first impressions was asked. Don't you think you would be laughing and smiling nevertheless? If you still can't even accept reason one or two, then at least stop hitting on Karina. Like, girl can't even be carefree for a moment. I kind of agree with this one, but people saying that Karina was laughing a bit too hard. But it could be a nervous thing because I thought either way, she would have got backlash from yeah. someone. If she sat there and didn't laugh when the other two were laughing, it was like it, it could she could get backlash saying, oh, does she think she's better than those two? Why aren't she not joining in or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be? So I don't know. I feel like they're trying to drag Karina in this. Karina didn't make the comment. OK, maybe she did laugh a bit too hard, but. I don't know. I feel like it's a sh- I feel like it should be Karina alone. Yeah. Like, that's why it's just best to not create these kind of situations because then people overanalyze and other people get dragged into it and like just just stop with the colorist comments and jokes. It, it it it's not good. It never goes down well. Don't just don't do it. Yeah. Anyway, let us know what you guys think about that. Do you think Boa's comment was taken out of context? Or is it just an issue that Korean society may have to deal with? But that ain't none of my business. Anyway, moving on. So EXO's Suho is back from the military. On the 14th of February, Suho took to Instagram to post a handwritten letter to his fans after being discharged from the military on the 13th. In his letter, Suho shared 
just how much he missed his fans during his military service and he also revealed that he that he was preparing a special gift to thank his fans for waiting for him again if you want to read all the ins and outs then check his instagram i will not be reading the letter but that's basically what was said in the letter mm-hmm. another thing to point out so obviously he wrote his letter was posted on instagram like the actual handwritten letter and next to it was this pen now why are we talking about this pen well after xols investigated this particular pen because that's what fans do i guess guess how much this pen was or is she how much one thousand one hundred and seventy five dollars or i did look it up if you want to buy it in you in the uk that's 915 pounds and this is without shipping and without tax (laughs) you know that's actually quite reasonable i think i might grab one myself yeah i might cop might cop two you know what might cop yeah cop a couple you know so you have a pen for each room and Mm. um yeah i'm (laughs) sorry i i can never justify (laughs) (laughs) it's literally a ballpoint pen i tried to look up why it was so special i think it's like like a special company or something because i know there are timepiece pens like the same way there's like i think these pens can be like passed down from generation to generation okay like special collectibles yeah it's probably like handcrafted Mm -hmm. so that's probably why Mm -hmm. yeah something like that so (laughs) but still i could never but you know i'm a brokey so who am i who am i to say but good for him good good for him and last but not least is i'm gonna call this the covid roundup covid roundup (laughs) it's not funny um before i get into this i just want to say i don't know what's happening in terms of restrictions and regulations in korea Mm -hmm. But it's actually mad the amount of things people, well, famous people, anyway, that it's like every other day someone has COVID. It's oh. actually mad. And then it's just as soon as they recover, they're back at work. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, as I said, COVID roundup, COVID roundup. It's in Leah. It's in Leah. And yet you have tested positive. The rest of the members have tested negative. A new group Tempest. All seven members have tested positive. Okay, I'm gonna stop. So the new group Tempest. <laughs> there's a new. Group, they haven't even debuted yet, and all seven members have tested positive. So they have reshifted their debut date. They were meant to debut the 21st of February, but it's now moved to the 2nd of March. Okay. Cravities, uh, Sidim, Alan, Jungmo, Minhee. Young Jun, Taeyong, Songmin have tested positive. Mm-hmm. Kingdoms Dan has tested positive. CN Blues Jung Young Hua have tested positive after experiencing flu-like symptoms. I think there was someone else that I'm forgetting. I probably am, but this is all I know at this current moment in time. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone stays hydrated and gets well. And yeah. It's actually mad. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm not, sorry not for that m- any of this is a joke because it's terrible of people. No, it's not. Unwell I was about to apologize well. for my musical <laughs> number, but I was I was trying to lighten it up a bit. But it's okay, you're forgiven. It's okay. <laughs> we we understand what you're trying to do (laughs) but it's like not this specifically but I feel like there's like a new like pre-debut group curse going around like so many groups keep getting messed up before they even debut whether it's like a scandal or getting sick and I'm just like what's going on it's a lot yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. but anyway that is hot topics hot hot topics if there's any stories you want to comment on or you want us to talk about anything in particular, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. Or you could slide in to our... I was going to slide into our DMs, but that's what you'd be doing on our socials, right? Or you could email us, all that good stuff. Anyway, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, tea, games, anything in between questions. You can send that to howut at gmail.com. That's howut at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatchu. That's kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatchu. So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is there is no real quote unquote fourth gen it boy. Y'all just overhype Yonjin. Um, but he is the it boy, he otherwise is. you wouldn't men- you wouldn't mention him at all. So and the thing is, I think what you need to remember is it boy the title can be given to someone else at any point in time. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's the face of fourth gen for the rest of fourth gen's lives like the the amount of third gen it boys second gen it boys like (laughs) it's always revolving depending on the era and what's going on so it's like that that annual like like top 100 most handsome men video that happens like it is forever it's gonna change but i think he deserves the title i agree he deserves a title. Sorry. <laughs> Have you seen him on TikTok? He he's always no on there. Doing it like him, okay. Kai's trying though. Did you see Kai on TikTok? Oh, you see, I <laughs> I said the he's trying. Is said, so nice today. Wow, that means she has nothing nice to say. Anyway, moving on. Because he uses like the effects, and I appreciate the effort. A, I feel a like, star for effort. I feel like most people, not most people, but you can tell who's just joined the platform, but maybe they haven't viewed a lot of videos yet or uh-huh. they just want to jump on because they feel like they have to use every effect and every transition yes. and every... And it's like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, okay. It's, uh-huh. do, you know, do you know what it reminds me of? It uh-huh. reminds me of old PowerPoint, Microsoft PowerPoint, when you when you was a child <laughs> the, and you first figured oh it out God. and you use all the transitions like the, the sparkles, star the and the circle and the and then you have like fifteen gifs on one slide oh, and, and like they're the sparkly. That comes in doing backflips. Like, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. A for effort, and then 
Our next unpopular opinion is Giselle should have been a part of GOT instead of Karina and super random, but I can respect that Hiana is super talented and a great performer, but I personally feel like she's overhyped and doesn't sing that well. Okay, let's let's, let's break bit. it down. Mm-hmm. So Giselle should have been part of GOT instead of Karina. Um... Okay, I'm going to be honest. Okay, we love honesty. Honesty is the best policy. I feel like Karina is kind of, could be an SM favorite. And also, I think she stands out in terms of if you don't know who Esper is, you kind of want to know who she is. And then Mm -hmm. you'll get to know the group. And I think that's why she was chosen to be in Girls on Top or Got or however you want to pronounce it over Mm -hmm. Giselle. Also, I want to say, not saying that, of course, everyone in SM and every idol, to be honest, is very talented. But I feel like maybe Giselle is not consistent. And the reason why I say this is because... I just think of Zoo and she uh, was not yeah. given in Zoo. I've seen people have a few similar comments in terms of um, Giselle. Some people feel as though she debuted too early. So if you, I don't even follow her that closely, but I'm just going yeah. with opinions I've seen. Um, people say it, like her movements aren't that consistent and like she doesn't have that much power when she dances. And there are some areas that people feel as though she's lacking in. So people I agree. feel though that she was debuted a bit too soon or wasn't trained long enough. And I've I've literally seen snippets of the girl, so I can't form my own opinion. Um, but I think that's valid. But within a group, everyone's going to have their favorites. And naturally in a group, whether we like it or not, we very, we very rarely see groups where everyone has equal light or we feel as though like everyone's yeah. on a very equal playing field. And especially in girl groups, there will be sort of that one person that people typically gravitate to. And then that attention's like sort of spread shared out. and spread out as time goes on. Um, I haven't, I've literally only seen like tiny snippets of the um, GOT performance. See, I still, and this is bad, I still haven't watched or listened to that song fully. And the reason I feel like, People need to remember with GOT or Super M, they're meant to be super groups. Yeah. So if Karina is grabbing attention in Esper, then they're going to pick the person that grabs the attention to be in the super group. And this is no yeah. no shade to Giselle at all. Also with the zoo thing, because I've seen different takes on this as well, and I've seen stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. A l- if you see, I think Taeyong helped choreograph Zoo or he choreographed it completely. I can't remember mm-hmm. which one's correct. If you see the kind of demo video in a sense of what the original choreography was meant to be, yeah, it's all very the same, but they changed a lot for Giselle where to the point, Giselle at one point, she's crouching down and posing and it's a lot of poses. And it's just like, if you're going to be in this song can you can you give mm. they should have I, I don't know 
I, and and we actually see that quite like frequently where demos are like amazing like will there be times where the um not demos but the original choreography the original choreography is like amazing and sometimes it might have to be adapted because you have to take into consideration that they need to be singing they also need to be serving face and whatnot but i was quite like shocked at the difference between the original choreography and then what she done and i've only seen that like clip that goes around I, I didn't know, like, in my head, I was like, was it wardrobe maybe holding her back? Because, like, she was in, like, a weird, I don't know if it was shorts or, like, a really short skirt situation. And that was, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, th yeah, I think maybe, she did need a bit more time to bake. Um, But, yeah. And then on to the second part of this unpopular opinion, where this person said, I can respect that Hiana is super talented and a great performer, but I personally feel like she's overhyped and doesn't sing that well. I feel like Hiana is another it girl. Mm -hmm. And I personally don't think she's a singer. Mm. I don't think she's really been branded that way. So I don't expect ballads from her or a really deep singing type of song whatever like, that she, means I don't feel as though she's ever been like publicized to be this amazing singer she's more like a performer in my opinion like, yeah and she looks she looks good doing it and I think that's what it is mm. and again no offense to Hyanna mm. but no one's going to going to Hyanna for bars no <laughs> one's I'm just being honest uh-huh no <laughs> is this too harsh like no one's no, no, no one's no. No one's mm -hmm. go like, oh, she has bars. No one's going to her like, oh, wonder she's going to sing for that OST. We're going for the Hyana experience. We're going to see she's a great dancer. Mm -hmm. She gives you looks. She, I feel like, I feel like she could do anything in a sense of style, fashion, and She'll give it that Hyanna flair. She can mm. give you cute. She can give you sexy. She can give you weird. And that's what we like about Hyanna. Like she is, and not, I'm not comparing like talent wise, because I don't follow these artists closely that I'm about to mention, but she's like our Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. Like it's the experience you're going for. You're not really like, are they going to hit like a whistle tone or like. But Lady Gaga can sing. Yeah, well, she can sing, but I mean like they're known as like experience like it's like mm -hmm. the experience that you go to that person for not so much like ah oh, they're gonna x y and z but yeah 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 well thank you for that everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
Um, and then our last unpopular opinion is, I don't consider K-pop groups or artists that are incapable of writing or producing their own music actual artists. It's giving industry plant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Hmm. I feel like this is a tricky one because... It is because, like, is... Because, yes, a part of art and in terms of music, you would associate that to someone putting a piece of themselves into the music. So that might be being able to produce or write or contribute something in that essence. But then another element is the art of being a performer. So it might not be your content, but you could deliver it, if that makes sense. Like transform it into... Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. And also, you saying, oh, it's given industry plant. Like, that's a bad thing. (laughs) It's not always a bad thing. And I think now... They try to portray, the industry tries to portray that loads of these artists, whether K-pop or not, are, you know, they're organic and they give, the you know, the whole underdog story. And then when you go to actually look into things, <laughs> half these people know people and that's how, that's how they got on. Mm. For example, my, one person that pops into my mind uh-huh. is Ed Sheeran because... People, they they run with the story, you know, he was homeless for a bit, he was couch surfing, he was homeless by choice, like his parents are well off. You don't end up in LA on Jamie Foxx's couch when you don't know nobody, I'm, I'm sorry, like, mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't happen. You have, who else? There's, there's loads of people. There's a few. Taylor Swift, her family are well off. If we want to go K-pop, the first person that comes to mind, again, I'm not, and again, this does not disregard their talent. They're just using their privilege. Like if, if, you know, if I could do, I'm not going to sit here and be like, if, if I didn't know someone or whatever, I wouldn't use that context because you'd be an idiot not to. Yeah, no, And you have to remember it, because these people are well off, that means they have, they don't have that extra stress to do X, Y, Z. They have that extra time to hone their craft and to be better. Yeah, well, I actually kind of have a question for you because you might have a better definition of what it is. But mm-hmm. my understanding of industry plant is someone that's like sort of made to be the artist, like everything's kind of created for them and around them. And then they're presented as this like finished product. So I, it from my definition of what I kind of associate an industry plant to being everyone pretty much in the k-pop industry would technically be an industry plant Mm -hmm. because they were made to be the final product whereas in the west not not talking about the ones that are clearly industry plants but i could become a singer tomorrow because i went viral on tiktok and it's just me in my room with my guitar and like that's quite organic or someone could be an industry plant because like I don't know if it works the same no I understand but I feel like both definitions are correct so as you said practically everyone that's in the k-pop industry is is planted to be there they've Mm. been honed and trained and groomed and groomed for that not necessarily mean they're going to be successful but they plant the, the companies have planted the seed. They want they're watering that person. They're nurturing that person. I feel like in the West, because we are so aware of that model, 
because K-pop has come from the pop model where you have, you know, your Backstreet Boys or your NSYNCs or your Spice Girls mm. or whatever, where they went to auditions and then they picked, they essentially picked, okay, you guys look great together or there might be that one person that sounds great and they built a group around them or what the case may be to become stars. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the West, they... They know that people love a good underdog story. They yes. love a good organic thing. So, so when I say industry, come up seem like so organic you've, or hot like story, you've yeah. you've seen, for example, I can't remember who it is now. I don't know if the story is true. I think it is true, but I can't remember who the artist is. So if you guys know who I'm talking about, let me know. So, just say I want to do the whole organic approach. And I think, Shay, you're an amazing singer. Shay, you're already signed at this point, but for whatever reason, your plant isn't growing. Like, no one, you're just kind of under the radar. So we're thinking, okay, how can we push you to the forefront? Okay, we know TikTok is popping at the moment. Mm -hmm. So you start growing your following on TikTok, you may be doing covers or whatever, X, Y, Z, but you're still being pushed, but... It's, it seems like, oh, you're just a normal girl in her bedroom, blah, 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 blah. Then you create a challenge. Oh, give me something in the comments and I'm going to, um, something random in the comments, I'm going to turn it into a song. Now, I'm from your label. I, I work for Universal I, A&R. Yes, I, I, I write in your comments. Do you see what I mean? I write in your comments, oh, Shay, you should, you really got a song about cats and dogs, but I'm going to put in your comment, oh, yeah. Um, I have a cat called Stella and a dog called Bill. Wow, these animal names are different. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to write a song about cats and dogs. And now you've written a song about cats and dogs and that 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 response or that TikTok video is being pushed and now it's like, yeah, Shay's now signed and she's gonna, the song that's gone viral on TikTok about cats and dogs is doing bits. But then when people look into you, you've been signed to Universal for, for X amount of years. Like your yeah. uncle is, so it's, it's still given industry plan. Yes, it's like those sticky situations where it's like very concocted and it is one thing under the surface, but it's presented to be a different thing or when, like you said, some of these artists or even I some of them I don't even consider artists. Some are just like influencers in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. create these lifestyles of I'm hustling, like I have nowhere to stay, but like you you left your home that was completely fine and you're you are being funded or supported. And like they kind of create this hardship story so that people can relate to them yeah. and then they magically come up. So mm. if you look at the industry there's only that odd person that did come from the struggle and broke through. There's not a lot of those stories. A lot of these people are, oh, I'm cousins with this actress. Or, oh, um, okay, my mum and dad may not be part of music, but because they're well off, I have that, I have secluded time to actually, I don't have to stress about going to work for rent I don't need to stress about paying for guitar lessons or paying for vocal lessons because that's already covered I could just focus on art it's like when you're at school you had that you may have had that one skill you was really good at painting or you was really good at football and then when you get older you realize oh how come how come I didn't continue with this or how come I, w- I wasn't able to nurture this into something bigger it's not because you know when you got older you okay 
in certain instances you may have lost interest or whatever but half the time life hits you in the face your mom needs you to get a saturday job because things are hard you need to focus on school your your grades start slipping so your your mom's like you know what i'd rather pay for a tutor than guitar because you're gonna need maths so you don't play guitar as much whereas if you're well off you could have a tutor and have I play guitar at the same time and still have time to nurture your craft. So when we, when I say industry plant or whatever or people that have had privilege to get where they are, I'm not. That's lucky for them. Like that, I'm not downplaying it. Like they they did their thing. Because if I was in that position, but like if anyone was in that position and they loved what what they're doing, they would do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. but I don't, like that is. It can lead on, like, it can branch into so many topics, but as we round it up, like, I think that's sometimes the struggle. Like, instead of people just acknowledging their privilege and just being like, okay, I did have certain privileges and that's just how my life is, instead of trying to concoct this fake, sad story, like, your so your story doesn't have to be sad, but yeah. just acknowledge that your starting point was different from someone else's one. Because it I've, does sound like incredibly ironic and crazy when you hear like these rich people, or, like well-off people, or, like artists or models that have been able to go big, big because they did have certain privileges at their starting point, and then they try to like say, "Oh no, but things were hard for me too. Like I couldn't afford designer clothes until I was like 20. I only had one Gucci bag when I was sixteen. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing is as well. I do I do understand it because I feel like there are certain people that won't it makes them feel a certain type of way to hear that this person's coming from money is now making more money off of me and mm -hmm. I, I don't people are like I don't like rich people becoming richer, which is cool. But at the same time, I feel you don't have to pro just don't play the whole oh I was on the block. You know, you wasn't. What block? Bill Gates block because you wasn't on the block. You could just be silent and just be be. If you're really good at your art, okay. Some people may side eye you, but at the end of the day, it's just like, well, this person's really good. For example, the Hadids, right? Mm -hmm. They're well off, but you know when they're on the runway, they they're giving it like Bella Hadid or whatever. Like you, you know, she's doing her job. She's She's killing that it. It's like one thing you have to hand to them. I don't know if it's their P PR team or just them themselves. Obviously, they've had their their little Delulu moments, but they're just doing their profession and they're just seen as models. Whereas if we compare it to someone like Kendall, is is like it. It's like it feels like Kendall doesn't. No offense to Kendall, but offense. I'm sorry. <laughs> A lot of people say she gives nothing. But then she's getting, she's like one of the highest paid models and she gets all these high profile jobs and people can't understand why. And of course, they're just going to be like, it's because she's a Jenner. She's a, she's a Kardashian. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. If she was killing it, she's, she's given us, you know, Naomi Campbell status or whatever. Then it's like, okay, people will still get, regardless whether you're poor rich whatever people are going to chat rubbish about you there's going to be someone that doesn't like you You can't please everyone but i feel like if you know she's if she's just given if she's just given what she should give then it's just like you know what i don't like this girl but i can't deny that this girl has talent 
Yeah, like let your like work speak for you. But if your whole like uh, I, I don't know, obviously like we've got <laughs> we've gone off track. And bit, I think it makes I, sense, I, yeah. And I think with this if we go back to K pop, right? This I'm just gonna re reread the opinion. I don't consider K pop groups or artists that are incapable of writing or producing their own music actual artists. I feel like a lot of K pop groups and idols, especially at the beginning and especially if they don't blow like that, they don't really get to have a say what what they what they want to do. They may have an idea. For example, they may hear a demo of a song and just say, I'm like, oh, that would be sick if there was like a harmony on top of that. Or if I did this ad lib and my companies are like, no, stick to the script. Of course, when I come out or whatever and I'm tired or you could tell I'm not feeling it, you're going to be like, wow, Shanice has given nothing. Well, it's because I'm not allowed to give anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have the opportunity to give anything. It's, it's just like one big circle but I, I can I can understand where you're coming from but I, I don't know it's a bit of a difficult one yeah but those are all of our unpopular opinions for today thank you for submitting those and if you have any unpopular opinions dilemmas or requests or stories you can share them with us on socials leave them anonymously on Shanice's website which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash hallyu at you um, you can pop them in the comments you guys love tiktok you can leave them there but um, now as we come towards the end of the episode it's time for On The Radar this is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's been anything we've been listening to, watching or anything we want to put you guys onto so Shanice, what's on your radar? Um, yeah <laughs> what? I don't uh, I don't have anything on my radar the radar is off <laughs> K-pop. I'm trying. I feel like this week has been very quiet. Mm. It's been very. It's given me ashy, very dry. Dry knees. <laughs> um, it's giving me dry knees. It's giving me, you know, like when you don't cream your hands for a long time. You know, the, the, the little dry cracks in between your fingers. That's what I'm getting. Because, girl, it was hard to find anything story worthy for hot topics. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Mm. It was very hard. So, yeah, it was giving me dry foot. It was giving me dry skin. But, you know, we move. I wanted to say, actually, on my radar, I still need to... I don't know if I'm going to actually react to it or I'm just going to watch it on my own. Mm -hmm. But that BDSM K-drama is out now. Was it Love and Lashes or something like that? But people are saying it's giving, it's giving PG-12. It's not giving... It's meant to be 18, but it's not giving what it should give, which is kind of like, oh, that's, that's a bit of a shame. So I may go and discover it for myself. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's going to be a reaction or if I'm just going to watch it and then just come back on here and chat rubbish about it. But I guess that's what's on my radar. There we go. Lovely. Um, oh, what's on my radar? Ugh. I really couldn't tell you. I'm um, telling you, this week was dry. <laughs> you know, nothing's really happening. Um, I am getting back into Japanese dramas. Um, I used to like watch them, not religiously, but I used to watch them a bit more before. And they're just a bit, at least the ones that I see, they're quite like bite-sized. So compared to a K-drama where one episode is like a whole movie, 
and you need to be like super invested. I just feel like I can just have it play in the background and I know what's going on. What else is there? There's that. I might watch the. I might start watching the Thai version of Boys Over Flowers. Oh, there's a Thai version. Yeah, I think it's called like F four. Okay. Um, I think it's ongoing, so I might try and wait till there's more episodes out. But um, yes, that's that's all for the moment. Also, if you guys like Love Is Blind, I know it's meant to be like K-pop, but whatever. I'm just gonna turn it into everything. <laughs> If you guys like Love is Blind, there's actually a Japanese version that I'm kind of yes. intrigued. Yeah. So just because you mentioned the Japanese drama, might as well. So maybe look into that. We'll just turn this into like the everything podcast. The everything podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories, dilemmas, or requests to halutea at gmail.com. Leave them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you, or send them to us on socials. Yes. So I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You could find me by just typing in Kpopbox. I'm on Twitter. I do have Instagram, but if you go in there, it's like I haven't posted in months <laughs> tiktok same thing i'm coming we're loading out here it's cold it's, it's it's coming it's coming and i've been shay from the k-way you can follow me at the k-way on pretty much everything i'm on tiktok instagram and youtube yeah and things are coming for her too things yes. are coming they're at pending some at some point we're defrosting guys you know t- like those idols that keep promising a comeback and never come back do you know what i feel like I feel like we're like Rihanna, but not as influential because everyone's like, Rihanna, where's this album? And she's like, it's coming. It's not coming for now, guys. She's She's got a whole ass baby. But anyway, you never know. You never know, Rihanna. She might be like, she might be like, you know what? I'm fed up with you guys. Here, take this. But now I'm done. This is it. This is it. I'm going back to being the makeup lady. Like, leave me alone. But anyway, guys. Until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye.